Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Some may call you rat catchers, others mercenaries, but we prefer the term adventurers. And at the Grey Hill Free Company, we believe in one thing above all. Adventurers together strong. Many have gone on to do some great things under our name. Not all of them good, but great things nevertheless. Hopefully you'll soon join their ranks. So gather round and let us regale you with one of the many stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. Pause, it's your turn. I gotta save my buddy. You've still got one smite left? I got wrathful smite. If you want I'm going to go wrathful smite. Actually, no. I'm going to go okay. searing smite because it worked last time. I'm right. just looking at my spells and it doesn't look like I've got anything for uh, rejoin skin to eyeballs. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm does, just going no, to fry up this pork belly. Oh, God, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you hit. And the other one catches fire as well. So now the two that you are fighting are both alight. Neither of them have gone down, but you can see that both of them are... They're beginning to lose their structural integrity. Both of them are not much longer for this world. It's the NPC's turn. They both, once again, concentrate fire. Working as a beautifully oiled team. That sounded wrong, actually. Uh, They bring down another one. So they've dealt with their two. Show us. Uh, Hertha, in a similar way to how the taffy was made oh. earlier, with her rapier, Hertha manages to, like, wind up the skin creature into a weirdly goopy sack. And that leaves Leocan free to help you. He darts over, and without saying anything, he... Oh, no, actually, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, he stands next to you, pause, and he looks at you, and you see in his face, in this brief moment, there is a lot of solidarity. He is also disgusted by this, and he has quite clearly decided that between the skin creatures and the two of you, he is choosing the two of you. (laughs) Also, you see that his eyes are slightly misaligned with his skin. so upset and I love it so much he cups his hand 
and you see a little bit of purple magical energy appear. He puts it up to his mouth and begins whispering into it. The one that you are fighting, the one that is nearly destroying you, Tenad, makes a saving throw. It passes, but it'll still take half damage. Will it die? It, all right, yeah. From a with Leocan's spell, with the fire that is currently on it, with all the other blows that have been struck upon it, that one just collapses into a... Into well, it's it's a lot more leathery, so it doesn't really collapse into like a goo so much as it kind of just falls apart like it's tattered clothing. And then it is the final skin creature's turn. It takes another two points of damage and unfortunately still has just enough potency to attack pause one more time, I assume. It misses. And Tenad, it's your turn. Tenad, this thing is on its it's on its last leg, not even legs. I will take a five foot step back because mm-hmm. I'm no longer in combat. And no, chill. Touch. Oh, there's no five foot, no five foot steps in fifth ed. I'm oh afraid. shit! Yeah, okay. So I can't get out of thing. You in can that case, disengage, but that's your action. Nah, I'll shock and grasp them. You hit, and yes. you only need to do one point of damage. Oh, actually, no, I do need to roll because it might not be destroyed. They have a special power. You don't want to know. All right, it is destroyed. But for one scary moment, you'd think it was going to keep fighting. All right, you're out of combat. Uh, Leo can, looking at you, Tenad, says, do you need, uh, uh, can you heal yourself? I can heal myself. No, I'll cure myself. I'll cast a uh, cure wounds at second level. You recover... Eight hit points. Whew. And Still not feeling great, but um, okay. <laughs> so, now that we've got Cure Wars, we're out of combat, how's Tanad looking? Not looking great. His forehead has, like, a little bit of extra elasticity to it. Te- te- oh, actually, no, you can tell, Tanad, because you're looking through your eyes. But you, maybe with, like, a lot... You and... Leo can both need to do this. You both like kind of grab your faces and move your skin so that your <laughs> eyes are properly looking through the holes again. It's there's surprisingly a, there's it's actually so much worse. There's no pain to it. You just feel like the gliding of your skin over your muscles. Um, when I when I put it in the face, I walk over to uh, Leo can and I say, I, "I think we got off on wrong foot." I feel like we're weird face slidey brothers now. Let let's put put past behind us and utterly destroy whatever these things are from the face of this earth. I think that is a very clever proposition. I have never been I have never been more scared <laughs> but more willing to completely eradicate something in my entire life. He puts out his hand to shake yours. I shake his hand. He gives you a firm handshake. And you can see he's still like a little rattled from what happened. I'm comforted by the fact I can feel bones. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't let go for a little bit of time. I just I'm like, yes, flesh has things inside it. Um, I walk up to the two of them with compassion in my eyes first time for Leo Can and Hertha. Mm-hmm. Are you boys all right? I go in and I just like adjust the face a little bit if anyone's bits are in the wrong spot because I know they're just having sure. to feel it out. Can I just touch them up so they look pretty 
normal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you like fix up both of their faces so that it. Uh, maybe they m- moved it so that they could see through their eyes, but their faces were like a little lopsided, yeah. and you move it so that they're not lopsided. Afterwards, anymore. I give a genuine smile and I say, back to handsome. <laughs> Hertha, from up the back, not like has been watching you and nods next to you, uh, next to you, pause, and says in your voice, back to handsome. Let's hope there's no ways to skin a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, give me a number between 1 and 50. <laughs> 32. Thinking music. Recall one specific piece of law relevant to the current situation. Um, hey, is that relevant now? Can I have a think back to, hmm, <laughs> when does the skin come off of people? You can cash that in now if you want. Yeah, let's, let's, Im- let's bring in some thinking music. Um, okay. They're, well, they're obviously a form of undead. You know that much at yep. least. But this is not a very common form of undead. So this is obscure. And you don't think this has anything to do with Jerome the Gnome. You think that in combination with your inability to feel like a connection or a more powerful connection with Jerome the Gnome, you think that means that there is some corruption here and you might not even need to deal with the skin creatures. You might just need to stop that source of the corruption. I think these are a symptom of a much nastier problem. And I think we are the team to do it. It's just occurred to me... um... Does uh, Leah count to know Druidic Gnomish or Infernal? <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> Let me check the party. You want to hear something really fucking mm-hmm. funny? Hertha speaks Gnomish. Oh, great. So Hertha heard my... <laughs> yeah. Her- great. Hertha translates, and this is the best part, Hertha says it in your voice. <laughs> Because that's how she speaks. She speaks mm-hmm. by imitating someone else's voice. So she she when you say something, if it needs to be translated, Hertha says it in your voice. If we have uh, if we have ten minutes, I don't know if I can do this while wandering along, um, but mm-hmm. I feel like what I will do is cast as a ritual, comprehend languages, so that I can at least understand everybody else, uh, okay. which, which only lasts for. One hour, but that'll yeah. help. So every every hour, I'm gonna have to stop for ten minutes before this spell. My heavy stacking of no combat spells and only utility spells might <laughs> just save me from the constant destruction of my character. Well, so you get up to the door, and the door has a embossing on it. The embossing is it's made out of metal. So imagine like stone with, uh, like, metal pressed into it. The embossing is of Jerome the Gnome. He's doing, like, a little dance. It's in several different poses, like four different sets of a tableau of a little dance. Hertha pushes on the door. It does not budge. You don't see any obvious locking mechanism. She turns around and shrugs at all three of you. Um, Can I go and detect magic on that, please? So you need to take, like, ten minutes to cast it as a ritual, uh, mm-hmm. Because you're out of spell slots, but you can still cast detect magic. Does anyone want to have a go at cracking this lock while I see if there's any magic in this magical crypt? Well, Hertha looks for mundane mechanisms, so <laughs> non-magical things. In the time it takes you to to cast the detect magic spell, she turns around to you, shrugs, and says in a voice that you've you presumably she heard sometime long before the two of you met, the four of you met. She says. 
I cannot find any traps or uh, mechanical mechanisms. Thank you, Hertha. While uh, while Pause is casting Detect Magic as a ritual, I yep. will cast Identify as a ritual on the doors as well. Oh, okay. Well, uh, in that case, how long does that take? 11 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you finish both at about the same time, but one of you is a, gets a lot more information than the other one. Pause. You detect the presence of magic, so the door glows with a, uh, I believe it would be, alteration. So there's something magical about this door that changes the way that it works or operates or something about its nature. Tenad, with Identify, I think you just learn how it works yep. from memory. <laughs> The door has an enchantment upon it. If you do the dance depicted on the door, it'll open. I turn to her. I love it. I turn to Hertha. Yeah. And I say to Hertha, because Comprehend Manager doesn't let me speak in the language, only understand it. And I tell Hertha, so um, we've got to do this dance on door. And if we do dance on door, doors will open. Hertha turns to the rest of you and says... We got to do the dance on the door, and if we do the dance on the door, the door will open. Well, um, I've been told I move with excessive grace. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I have a crack at doing the door bug. You nail the door bug. Oh. You do, it's like a little bit of a jig where you kind of like jump up onto one foot, then you jump up onto the other foot, then you kind of do a little twirl and land on both feet with your like arms out at either side and your legs kicked. One. Yeah. When you complete the little jig, the door slides aside and open. It opens up into a large room. You can see that there are many tombs stacked on either side of the room. And on the opposite side of the room, there is a sheet of glass covered in dust. And behind the sheet of dust and behind the glass, you see that there is a glowing object of some sort. As you, oh, who, would any of you step into the room? Or who would step into the room first, I should say? Tenard is not going to step into any rooms first in his current okay. state of... Can I detect magic? Does that last? I believe it lasts for a little while. Because I, I just want to continue to vibe, essentially. It and lasts for up to ten minutes, so long as you're beautiful. concentrating on it. You, uh, would you be first in then? Yeah, I'm pretty curious. <sighs> All right. You step forward first. Hertha is actually quite close behind you. Hertha's taking, once again, getting like kind of low and making that <coughs> clicking sound again as they move slowly through. As soon as you step in, you feel an awful, unpleasant presence. Something terrible is in this room. You pretty immediately identify that this must be the source of whatever awful awful thing is happening in this room. You turn over and you can see bundled up in one of the corners is what you at first thought, uh, your eyes at first think it's a leather bag, but then when it shifts, you realize it is like piles of skin, vaguely in a human form. It's got like arms and legs kind of, but where its eyes are, you can see that there's a light, not two lights for eyes, but like one light that kind of moves from eye to eye as if it's using both of the eye sockets to peer at you like an animal might turn its head or something like that. The creature reaches out tentatively with an arm and you can see that it tries to cast a spell but fails. With your detect magic, you obviously see that this 
entity is magical in nature. Oh, this is rank. Um, we're not an initiative, right? No, not yet. Uh, can I? Do I have a direct line of sight to this bag of flesh? You can look into the room and get, uh, get line of sight, sure. Uh, so Tenor goes, nope, and then <laughs> casts Catapult at a second level, uh, picking up some sort of object off the ground and hurling it with all of his magical ability at that pile of flesh. And as he does so, his head shifts a little bit just to indicate why. <laughs> sure. The item launches itself at the creature in the corner. The creature in the corner turns, and you see the little light kind of tracks you, Tenad. The item that you've catapulted, maybe it's like a piece of loose flagstone or something, it warps and warbles in the air and then bounces back and tries to strike you instead. Fuck. Uh, It misses. You duck and it hits the wall behind you. Right. Pause. You can also detect a magical presence from the other side of the glass. Well, I don't want to let it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not sure what the magical presence is. You would probably detect it as creation magic, energy magic. It seems like the one behind the glass is the worst one. No, that's not where the malevolence is coming from. It's coming from the creature in the corner. Oh. You don't know what's behind the glass, but whatever's behind the glass looks like it's part of the original crypt and might be some sort of like, uh, well, it could be anything, but whatever it is, it's probably tied to Jerome the Gnome. Yeah, sounds Jeromey. Mm. Help me. Oh, my Lord, J- N- Jeromey. <laughs> You're my only hope. <laughs> Do you actually say that? No, is it my turn? <laughs> no, well, there's no initiative. You can act however you oh. want. Leo Can and Hertha have both entered the room. Hertha's kind of got the lantern trained on the creature. Leo can uh, they both have weapons drawn, but neither of them are doing anything yet. They saw what happened when you cast that spell, and they're obviously hesitant to do anything. I would like to... Because oh, that thing tried to cast a spell on us, didn't it? Yep. Mm. Well, that's bad. Um, I would like to cast Ab- Abjure Enemy. I want to spook the skin sack. You channel Divinity and attempt to spook the creature, but... Holding maybe a holy symbol to Jerome the Gnome, which is like a big set of fuzzy dice on a chain. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That would 100% be a, uh, a valid holy symbol for Jerome the Gnome. And you try to channel the energy of Jerome the Gnome through you and at attacking this creature. When you do that, you see it kind of like rattle and it appears as if it, the, the magic kind of just dissipates around it you don't think this creature is very easy to harm magically. When that happens... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, it reaches up and snaps its fingers, but it sounds once again like rubber snapping rather than like a proper finger snapping. When that happens, several of the caskets, several of the crypts around you begin like shuddering, moving, like something inside is trying to get out. Uh, Jerome, I quite loudly pray. Uh, if you do that, pause for consideration, the light behind that dusty glass flares once. Do you think he's trapped? I throw my war pick at the glass. <laughs> you throw it at the glass, it... Oh, well, let me see. Well, it doesn't matter. It bounces off the glass. Leocan the Bold, who is standing a bit closer to it, kind of yips a little bit because your war pick lands near him. He's still, he's really spooked by everything that's happening. He turns to you, gives you kind of like a, like a little bit of a hurt expression, but then looks over at the glass and says, there's something written there. What does it say? I'll try and read it as well. I'm not lazy. It's written in Gnomish, so pause, you actually can't read it. How far away is it? It's on the other side of the room. Oh, so I've got to enter the room. Let me try and give you a good layout of the room. So, it's about 100 feet deep and then 30 feet across. You've come in at one end, and as you come in, if you look to your left in a corner, that's where the creature is. On the walls left and right, that's where the sarcophagi, where the crypts are. Several of them, there's maybe 30 crypts in total, and about half of them are shuddering and moving. Some of them you see have already tipped over and are open, and skinless corpses lie half out of them. Then at the other end of the room, there is that glass sheet with a bit of dust and light behind it. There's like stuff carved into that far wall, but from this distance you can't make it out. Um, I say, Devon. Go see what writing says, and I send Devon to fly over to the writing, and I see through his eyes and listen through his ears and therefore become deaf and blind to my own senses. Well, it's two inscriptions, two separate ones. One of them says rules. Rule number one, when you are ready to begin, say ready to begin. This is all written in Gnomish, so you assume you need to begin it in Gnomish. Rule number two. Answers may be in any language, but answers must be the only thing you say. Rule number three, you may confer with each other should you have a guest, but anything said aloud will be assumed the answer. And number four, enjoy yourself. You're here forever if you fail. The other side is four riddles, but when Devon flies over and looks at them, seeing through his raven eyes, as soon as you read the words, you forget them. There's some strange enchantment upon them. You cannot read these words on this other tablet. Presumably, because we haven't Mm. started yet. Um, So I then ask Devon to come back, and I can see again, and I turn to... uh, (laughs) I forgot her name. Hertha. And, right, Hertha. So it's it's a riddle game. We've got to... Tell it we're going to start. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> and we have now begun because I just said oh. start in Nomi. Uh, yeah, that's true. You're right. The Well, you're all inside as well. That's the best part. No. Uh, 
The door closes behind you. None of us know what's happening. (laughs) No, and we can't talk. Leo can, darts for the glass, because he knows he's not going to get outside. Darts for the glass, wipes the dust off. He turns around to you and says, uh, he calls out to you, pause, and says, there's a pick, there's a war pick behind the glass. It flares again, and you hear a voice in the back of your head, pause, you hear a voice in the back of your head that says, play the game. Do I, I don't know how to play the game yet, do I? Oh, fuck, sorry, I forgot, you started the game. Uh, obviously, the listeners at home Adam, can't see is... this. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. I actually, so it's an hourglass, but I actually don't know if it is an quotation marks hourglass. I am just aware that you have, a, an, you have an amount of time. Okay. Um... Are you ready? This is what death looks like. Yeah, oh, it oh, is. That's fast. Anyway, Sans so, begun. It times a ticking. T- Tenad, Tenad immediately starts miming to everyone, going, "Don't talk! Don't talk! Don't talk!" Um, Does he say, "Don't talk"? No, he mouths, <laughs> don't, "Don't talk." A big booming voice can be heard throughout the entire room at about the same time. The first sentence on that second tablet can now be read. It's readable in all languages. Also, the voice can be understood in all languages. Okay, so we're all on. Okay. What begins with T finishes with T and has T in it. A T part. (laughs) No consideration. Just boom, could have been that. The next one begins to light up and you hear the next riddle. What is the richest nut? Oh my god, I've, I've read the rules now. I know we can't, if, if we confer, it'll count. We can't so, talk, but we can, we could, we can write in the dust on the floor, we can charades. One of the crypts falls over, crashes open, and the skin creature crawls out of it. Let's go to initiative. Solve a puzzle while you do a fight, and so there's a time limit. The and richest wow, nut. The richest nut. Tenad, you are first. Oh, I was thinking the cashew um, tree nut. I'm nowhere. Um, I'm not in. I'm, I'm not in melee with any of them, am I? No, you're not. Uh, in that case, I will cast uh, chill touch. You hit. Woohoo! You can solve. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be your turn. If you think you know the answer, just call it out once again. What is the richest nut? Just nut. It is the NPC's turn. Hertha and Leo can they. They both hit with short bows and do a superfluous amount of damage. Then it is... Pause, your turn. Uh, <laughs> I silently gather up my war pick and start hacking at that bag. <laughs> All right, you charge it? Yep. You swing and miss, unfortunately. Oh, I'm very distracted. New rule. If you want, you, at any point, you can ask... For a luck check, I will roll. You guess highs or lows. If you guess correctly, Hertha or Leo can figure it out. Oh. All right. Would you like to do a luck check now? Yes. Yeah, I think that's probably sensible because there's more coming and we're already stuck. Highs or lows? Highs. Leo can turns around like you see, like like a light goes on in his brain. A cashew. That's so good. (laughs) If two's company and three is a crowd, what are four and five? 
It's the skin creature's turn. It attacks you. Pause. You're right next to it. Pause. It grabs your legs and pulls. It <gasps> It's bad. Don't take my skin off like pants. Don't take my skin off like pants. You feel from about like... From about maybe where your chest is and then downwards, you feel all of your skin there stretch a little bit, getting longer and longer and longer. And then it feels like on your paws, it's like you're wearing socks loosely. You take seven points of damage. Does that mean... Sorry, I just need to know, are my claws attached to my bones or my skin? (laughs) Uh, your foot claws. Yep. Guess they would be attached. Yeah, because there's a whole system in there. So I guess it's kind of like, it's, imagine you're wearing toe socks, right? Mm-hmm. Now imagine you're wearing toe socks loosely, but the tips of your toes are still connected properly. <laughs> no. Uh, I didn't know there was a secret third worse option. <laughs> if two's a company and three's a crowd, what are four and five? Uh, oh my God. As a Can I lock check? As a oh, little yeah? hint, if you're trying to think of company and crowd, you're overthinking it. <laughs> the first part of the riddle is not important. Oh God, Do we, we don't have any get. We don't have any guesses. The rules didn't say that like, if we get one wrong answer, we're trapped forever, right? The rules don't specify if one wrong answer is an instant fail. Numbers, numbers. Ten have yells out. Numbers. Unfortunately, the answer's nine. Oh, fuck. Oh. <gasps> Trap Where can you find cities, towns, shops, and streets, but no people? A map. That is correct. What has eyes, a tongue, and a soul, but can't see, Shoes. taste, or die? Shoes. The, the glass barrier shatters. Tenad, it's your turn. I'll cast Firebolt at the one that's attacking Pause. You hit... Pause. The creature below you takes seven points of damage and bursts into flames. Ooh, it needs to make a I give you a nod as if to say, thank you kindly. The skin creature collapses. These ones are like the old one that attacked Tenad. These ones are kind of like leathery. They don't look new. And then it is the NPC's turn. Leo Can the Bold darts towards you, pause for consideration, and as he does so, he mutters like just a quick spell under his breath. Pause, you recover four hit points. Ah, good. While Leo Can does that, Hertha grabs or gets to the case, grabs the pick, and with just a wild expression, passes it to you. Pause. I give another nod as if to also say thank you kindly. You feel charged with magical energy holding the war pick in your hands. Oh, I'm about to go feral. (laughs) It is your turn. I go feral. What is the nearest bunch of skin I can see crawling? It's the creature in the corner. Oh, bad day to be a creature in the corner. I tell you what, I go for him. (laughs) All right. Charging in, the creature kind of, you can see it's like, trying to push itself back further into the corner, but obviously it has nowhere to go. The little light behind its two eyes is going from one eye to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other, as its head turns, almost as if it's shaking its head in a no. You swing down at it, connect with it. As soon as the pick touches skin, 
It tears through the creature. In one blow, you completely destroy it, turning it into tatters. All of the crypts, all of the coffins immediately stop shuddering. And you feel, all of you, feel the malevolent presence in this place disperse. Whatever that creature was, it's dead now. Are we out of initiative? Yep, you're out of initiative. Oh, and the... The door reopens. Um, I walk over to the, what was the pile of skin, and I just fire several firebolts into it in <laughs> rapid succession. Sure. You reduce the remains to cinders. You know what? Leah and the Bold and Hertha, also with their rapiers, just start stabbing it as well right next to you. Um, I give it another swing. It's fun. Also, this, sure. this is mine now. Um, I'd love to do a little mental wink to Jerome again and say, thank you. Can stranger. You feel a cosmic wink in return. Yes. God, I'm on the right path. I can't die. <laughs> Leo Can turns to you and suggests, well, um, as a combination of things, I don't want to spend any more time here than I th- feel is absolutely necessary. I feel like we've kind of dealt with the issue. Uh, at this point, I'm quite happy to just accept the money from the contract rather than defiling the crypt and potentially meeting another one of these. And in addition to that, perhaps you would also like to not defile a crypt uh, of worshippers of your god. I think that is a very safe and sensible option. You've got the war pick. That is perhaps your little bonus. Cause, so he, the guy wanted us to pretty much just wreck the crypt, right? Yeah, he wanted you to clear it out. You feel the malevolent presence that you have felt in this place dissipates almost immediately as soon as that creature in the corner was killed. Well, then it's been cleared, hasn't it? Can uh, I say to Hertha, could, could you ask my friend if she she can now feel her god again in this place? Is it is it been re-sanctified as a as a holy place? Well, that Hertha obviously relates that. <laughs> and pause. You feel that is true. Like you can feel Jerome the gnome's his energy slowly. It's like it's like a plant growing back. It's not all at once, but it's slowly returning. I turn. I turn to Tenet and nod. I give a big, like, big slow cat blink. I feel safe. <laughs> I think it's bit. I, like, sort of gesture, like, point toward the door and, like, do a little wrap it up motion. Let's get to scooting. As you're scooting along, Leo Can suggests, perhaps, um, uh, perhaps we can, if the old man will allow it, perhaps we can just share the bonus. Does that sound amicable to you? Sounds good to me. That sounds horrendously fair. <laughs> he, he chuckles. The four of you leave. You get back to the old man. You explain what happened. He nods and he seems quite, like, shocked at what happened to, he, his quotation mark, his boys. <laughs> so, um... Oh, he- no, there were people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give them a fair funeral. Their families will be looked after. Don't worry about that. He... Taps out the ashes from his pipe again. Uh, thank you very much. I'll be in contact with both of your uh, uh, adventuring companies to see you paid. And with that, you leave. Having made two new friends in the most unlikely of places from the most unlikely of camps. Both figurative Aww. and literal. Woohoo! I'd like to shake their hands. They shake yours. They... Perspective has seen, been completely changed. They, they, they really appreciate the bond that you forged down there in that crypt. 
I'm truly glad I did not push you off that cliff. <laughs> Shall we all travel together to find someone who can cast greater restoration, please? As <laughs> half of his face slides down over one eye. Leo can, who's been kind of nonchalantly, like in an anime, you know, where they put their hands behind their head. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing that, and you're like, it's obvious what he's doing. <laughs> he's trying to keep his face in place. He nods as well and says, yes, I think that would be a wise decision. Taffy, anybody? <laughs> the four of you set out to the nearest place, maybe, maybe Hertha, in another strange accent that you've never heard before, says... I know a place where we can find someone such as that. And with Hertha in the lead, you set off back towards first Crabber's Little Cove to get some more taffy and ice cream, and then onwards to find a cleric to fix your skin. <laughs> thank you both for playing. Woohoo! Thank you for having us. And thank you all of you for listening. Uh, Tom, Tom, please, where can people find you if they wanted to search for you? If you want to search for me, you can find me on that wild wilderness called Instagram, uh, Tom Gilliford, um, or weekly on at Food Tribe, T-R-Y-B, where you can watch me do a live cocktail class every week. So it's like a really instructional video, but often I'm quite drunk, so uh, sometimes I forget <laughs> how to make the drinks, but it's good fun to watch. Uh, uh, thank you very much. And Cass, of course, the usual places, I assume. I live here. <laughs> Cass can be found on several of these podcasts. Shut up a second. Why am I sad? Dangerous for nerds. Well, thank you for listening to one of the many stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. We hope this tale imbued you with as much pride and respect for your fellow adventurer as it did me. Until next time, we hope you enjoyed these further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company. <laughs> <laughs>